Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the podcast, Navigating No Contact with Toxic Parents. I'm your host, Tracy Principe. Thank you so much for joining today. I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to tell you guys that I put off this podcast for a really long time because I don't know how to do a podcast and so when I got into looking at the equipment and the editing and all the things I get really overwhelmed and I said I can't I can't do this and then one day I just said you know what F it I'm just gonna do it and start talking and I really didn't have a plan I was I mean that was literally all I said I'm gonna do it and start talking that's it and so I'm so glad I took the chance and did that and put my fears aside because this podcast um, has had a tremendous impact on the people that are finding it because nobody's really talking about this. And so I am just humbled and overwhelmed by the outpouring of support. And I really, 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 really appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you so much for being here and listening, even if Even if this is like a DIY podcast, I promise I will get better at that. I will. The goal for 2020 is to have guests and maybe get it edited and getting it sounding better and all that stuff. But for now, I'm just, you know, talking about this. This is the thing that I didn't talk about for 40 plus years that I kept hidden and shamed away. And I think you guys can relate to that. So, hey, if you're not in the Facebook group, the Facebook is the same name, Navigating No Contact with Toxic Parents, the Facebook group. A ton of great support in there. You can ask questions. I'm in there. It's a lovely support group. Everyone's really supportive and you will not be alone. There are so many people with the same exact thing. They're going through the same exact thing. So, again, thank you. All right, so today I'm going to talk about something that I think you guys will really like, really appreciate, and really understand. It's called triangulation, okay? So um, if you don't know what that is, I'm going to explain it in a minute. And this is something that's, um, you know, that really needs awareness. I wasn't familiar with it simply for the fact that I don't, you know, I didn't grow up with siblings, I didn't grow up with other family members, so there wasn't like, um, there wasn't like a lot, there might have been some triangulation between myself, my mom, and my grandma, but of course at that time I didn't really, you know, I didn't perceive it that way, so a lot of times when you're in it, you don't really perceive, you know, you don't really see with clarity what's going on, right? So this is going to really help you understand. You might be going through it um, or have been through it and um, figured it out. So this is what a lot of people in the group struggle with. So I see this all the time. And so I'm going to break it down the best that I can. So that you guys can be aware and then decide what to, you know, what you want to do with it. Okay, so let's dive in to triangulation. So basically what triangulation is, um, from a psychology 
standpoint, it's, um, it's a manipulation tactic where one person is not communicating directly with another person, but they're using a third person to relay information to the second, the second person forming a triangle. Okay. So basically what that would look like. So this is very, very, very manipulative. It's a manipulative tactic. It is mostly used by narcissistic personality types. Okay. So anybody that is a narcissist or has narcissistic tendencies, they um, very well could be using this. All right. So for example, let's say that Let's say that your mom is the narcissist or has the narcissistic traits and your mom is using your sister as a third person to to get to you. Okay, so they are manipulating your sister to get to you. So your sister might call you and say, hey... Um, and you might, may or may, you know, may have a relationship with that person. You might not, you might, but you're probably like low contact with that person. Um, and that, so that sister calls and says, Hey, you know, mom's really upset. You hurt her feelings. Um, she doesn't understand what's going on. She doesn't understand why you're acting this way. She can't see the kids. Why are you doing this? You know, she did everything for you. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. But it's not coming from your mom. Your mom has sent a, uh, you know, a gopher to do her dirty work. Okay. So that's basically, um, you know, what it's going to look like. Now, it doesn't have to be a sister. Um, now, usually as a mother, it could also be a father, but... Um, essentially what that person is going to do, they're going to use a third person to get to you. So that person usually is another family member. It's usually going to be a, you know, a sibling or it could be the other parent. So your mom is using your dad or a sibling or it could be both, right? And they could use a multitude of people. Um, it could also be another extended family member, a grandmother type, grandfather, aunt, uncle, cousin, you know, so on down the line. So it could be an immediate family member or an extended family member. It could also go outside the family. It could be a friend of your mother's or your father's. It could be one of your friends, okay? It could be one of your friends. It could be a coworker. I've actually had people tell me that it, that it was a coworker. Um, I've, it could be a therapist, also had people tell me that it's a therapist okay that a parent has contacted your therapist um and the worst one I would say it could be your own children they are using your own children and that's usually when people you know mama bear comes out and that's usually when people that's kind of the last straw that breaks the camel's back when people decide to really go no contact when you start messing with children okay so that's usually when people go no contact um so this could be a habitual pattern it's very 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 you know 
sick, twisted, dysfunctional. And it's being, it's being, uh, you know, thought out by somebody that is emotionally unstable. Somebody that likes drama. Okay, because they're using, instead of just coming to you, they're using a third person and creating all kinds of stuff and um, drama and chaos that doesn't need to, you know, really is not necessary, but that's what they do, right? So, there are three components to the triangulation, and that's going to look like a triangle. The victim is on top, the pointy top of the triangle, and that victim is that person, a parent, that's the poor me. Poor me, look at me, look at all the, you know, I'm, I look at the way I'm being treated, um, how could you do that to me, how could you take the kids away, how could you stop talking to me, you know, that kind of thing. So they're going to be the victim, um, and they probably already do that, you know, that's their... MO, right? Being the victim. So they're at the top of the triangle. The next one is going to be the persecutor. Okay, so the persecutor is down um, at the left point of the triangle. And that's the person who basically goes against the other people that are participating in the triangle. Okay, so that's you, the black sheep, the scapegoat, the person that is attacking like why are you do you know why are you doing this i know mom sent you um you know basically calling out their bullshit right the persecutor the black sheep the scapegoat the third point of the triangle over on the right hand side is the rescuer that's the person that acts as the saver okay the rescuer the saver right i'm saving um i'm saving okay that's the role and it it very well um could be that that has been their role since childhood right so um they're saving you know whoever the victim is right by doing these good deeds Okay, so usually the person that is um, the victim, you know, that's creating this triangle, using this manipulation, uh, is somebody that is, you know, a liar, they're probably a pathological liar, narcissistic tendencies, they're just a troublemaker, they like drama, and this is going to be a theme in any area of their life. At work, school, their neighborhood, the home environment. Um, they like chaos and drama. So that they can appear as a victim, right? And so they will create that in any area of their life that they can. And there seems to be always people that get into this triangle with them, right? Many people can be involved in triangle. Okay. And it's really tough to get out of. Really tough to get out of. There's plenty of people that will play along with this, unfortunately, and you've probably seen it. 
in your own family that for some reason these people go along with the manipulation and they don't understand that they are a part of it. They don't know any better. They cannot see it. They are in it and they're most likely people pleasers and they're most likely people, you know, who have their own issues um, that need to be liked, need to feel needed, that need to feel valuable in some way and that form of value is you know manipulation unfortunately so you know it's it's not fun it's sad but there's nothing you can do for that family member or friend or whoever that is in it they they're not going to be able to see it and you would be really wasting your time and energy trying to make them see it or trying to get them to see it. They're just not going to be able to see it while they're in it. So that brings me to the next point. If that person is a sibling that is in that loop, that triangle, that loop, they're probably the golden child and you're probably the scapegoat or the black sheep. And they're the golden child. So they can do no wrong. And they're happy to oblige the narcissist. They're happy to go along with this, um, you know, game in the triangle. They're, they don't, they might actually, you know, in the back of their minds feel like um, some guilt or shame. But they, you know, they can't get out of it. They have to do that. And they've probably been doing that since childhood. So they've been groomed. They've been conditioned. And they have been brainwashed. It's really not their fault. It's not an excuse for bad behavior. But again, this has been set up since the beginning of the family. You know, when the family unit was formed, this is how it's set up, right? So in when you were children with your siblings there was playing favorites and you know it nobody was treated equally it was set up for this toxic behavior and these toxic patterns it's really really not even your siblings fault they may see it eventually but it's not your job to get them to see it right so so yeah so that's triangulation And the reason that it's so hard to get out of is because you are stuck in that manipulation. You are trying to defend yourself. You are trying to make people see your side. You are, you know, stating your case, whatever it is that you are doing. Um, And it's just, it doesn't ever get any better. It doesn't get it. It solves nothing. And these people know that. It solves nothing, right? So here's the thing, you guys. If somebody really wanted to work something out with you, they would not use a third person. They would come to you directly. They would come to you directly, right? They would come to you directly. Even if they're scared and they're, you know, doing passive aggressive a little bit, they might, you know, send you an email or a text. They wouldn't use a third person. And they would want to try to work it out. So the third person, they stay in control. Their ego is intact. And they don't have to make any changes. 
because all this drama is going to play out before them. They are the puppet master. Hello. They are the puppet master. And they got the little puppets. You and the third person. Um, you know, playing on the strings, right? The little puppets. So release yourself from that. It's so much easier to release yourself if you look at yourself as the observer. So take yourself out of the movie and detach from it and look at it, observe it. It's going to give you a lot more clarity. When you're in it, you can't see it, right? When you're in the movie, you're playing the role. You're the actor, the actress, whatever. You are playing that role. You cannot see it. Take yourself out and be the observer and detach from it. And see this for what it is, pure manipulation. Okay. So it's a really complicated cycle. It has negative impacts for everybody involved, okay? Um, especially you and your siblings. It is done by a very toxic, unwell person. And it's chronic. It's habitual. It is problematic. It does never get better. It just, um, you know, it's sick. Because that person, that person doing it, the person at the top of the triangle, they always get their needs met, okay? They can always control others and they always gain attention. And the truth is always hidden, okay, you guys? The truth is always hidden. And isn't that what they want? They want the truth to be hidden and that's what they're doing. They're doing all of these things so that the truth remains hidden because everybody is focusing on all these other things and that's what they want okay and it's easy to get frustrated it's easy to get angry because this is just so manipulative it's so easy to get caught up in in it and and you want to defend yourself and they are questioning you and you get super frustrated and you you know they're lying and you're trying to get them you know you're trying to get somebody on your side right and it's hurtful because they're questioning your integrity and your credibility and they often have people that will believe them and not you. And that's the worst thing. When you know you're an honest, credible, valid person and people are believing them instead of you, that hurts really bad. I've been there. It, it's, it is really, really painful. It's not fun. And then you look like the troublemaker. And the golden child stays the golden child for trying, right? So that's why it's so, so, so important to remain as separate as you can from this. 
um, and try to not get involved in it. I know it's really hard to get, you know, to not get involved, but the best thing you can do, that's why no contact is really going to be your best bet in this situation because they are not going to change that behavior. There's no communicating. And you can try, you know, if, if you want to try and say, hey, you know, I will talk to you when you're not going through a third person, but I refuse to do things that way. I mean, you can set boundaries. Absolutely. Um, you can absolutely set really firm boundaries. You can state, you know, what you need from them. But in my experience, you know, I always, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. I don't tell anybody what to do. But I always say from my experience and hundreds of people that I talk to that hardly ever works because they they don't want that right they want to create this other thing and you have to participate in it well actually you don't you don't have to participate it you know participate it participate in it anymore you're done you see it for what it is triangulation and you see the sickness and the deep 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 dysfunctionality of it and you refuse to do that anymore Okay. So yeah. So that is triangulation. And that is something that you definitely want to pull yourself out of if you are in it currently. Um it just doesn't go away by itself. You know, it doesn't, it just does not go away by itself. It's like you're in a bad movie, right? You are in a very bad movie that doesn't have a good ending. So, yeah, so definitely you know think about how that works in your family system family triangulation um and what you know how are you going to detach from that how are you going to detach from that so this goes along with the you know the enmeshed relationship um in a way right so it's very pathological And it's very, very harmful, Um, especially if this was done in your childhood with your siblings, you know, this triangulation, um, if your parent pitted you guys against each other, you know, if this started early in childhood, um, which, you know, most likely did, it's, you know, that's what's still going on in adulthood, right? It's chronic. 
it's habitual. It's malignant. The victim wants attention. The victim wants attention. They enjoy it. It's a mind game. They get power and control over multiple people. Okay? They hide the truth this way. So see it for what it is. See it for what it is. The problem will never be them. They would never admit to that. So there's really no, you know, this is their reward, right? This is a reward system for them. They have to have a supply. If you drop out, they'll find somebody else, right? They won't stop doing what they're doing. They won't say, hmm, you know, they're not going to have a revelation or an awakening or anything like that. They're going to do it other ways. Okay. So, so one of the, you know, one of the things that comes out of that whole triangulation is feeling rejected, right? Not only did you, you know, you got set up in this system um, and you got rejected by multiple people. So it's not, it's not easy to do and it can really damage your self-confidence, your self-worth. Um, you know, f- trusting yourself, validating, you know, nobody validated your feelings, nobody validated your experiences. Okay? Because they will easily replace you with some other supply source. You are a pawn. You are a you know you're an object you are not treated as a human with feelings just remember that and if you got your feelings shut off and shut down and you had to do that as a child um and your parents played favorites and pawned you know you guys your siblings against each other and all of that and that's still going on as adults and that there is no way to fix this there's no way to fix it you need to end it for your own healing for your own sanity and your own mental health and your emotional well-being okay you have been brainwashed and conditioned along with the rest of the family members into your roles Okay, you had a role that you got brainwashed and conditioned into at a young age. It's not your fault. It is not your fault. Remember, you're an object that can be replaced. The, the narcissistic person, parent that is doing this um, is very self-serving, very self-serving.
they can't even see you for who you are. So the best thing to do is to see you, see you for who you are, right? You are easily replaced in their eyes if you're not playing the game with them. And that's why you are scapegoated and, you know, labeled as the black sheep, as a difficult one, the troublemaker. You know, that's why you've been banished. So don't be hard on yourself. This is really not your fault. You are doing the brave and courageous thing by saying, wait a minute, you know, I don't want to be a part of this. It's sick and it's dysfunctional and I'm out. I'm out. This is not acceptable behavior and I don't want to participate anymore. And you can even say that if you want that to kind of be your last words um, to the third party person and the person running the triangle. You could say that if you want. Hey, I'm out. I'm, I'm not doing this. This is sick. You know? Um, and keep it short and sweet. Because, you know, they can't even see that. They're not aware enough. So they would just continue to suck you in. They're just not going to have that revelation. So... Your energy is much better spent. Uh, your time and your energy and your words and your breath is much, much better spent on healing your own wounds around this. Taking that time and energy and putting it into you. It's easy to take that time and energy and pour it into another person that's not worth it. Uh, that's never going to change or see, you know, or see or awaken or whatever. So put that into you, please. You're worth it. You're worth it. You are so, so valued and worth it to put that time and effort into you. And if that sibling or other parent or other family member, you know, they may come around. There's a slim chance, (laughs) slim to none, um, in my opinion. But some siblings do come around, some other family members Um, They do come around, but they have to do it on their terms, right? So again, if you are spending time, wasting time, energy um, in trying to get that sibling to see because they grew up in the same household and you wonder like, how the heck um, are they in this? It's that that's their coping mechanism, right? That's their safety. That is their um, denial. That's how they function. That's how they deal with their trauma. Um, And so sometimes they will come around on their own. Not very often, but I do see it occasionally that they will, they will come around, but they've got to do it on their own, you know, their own time and their own terms. Okay. So take care of yourself. Be gentle on yourself. This is really hard work. You're doing the hardest work out there and it's really brave. You're the one standing up to this and saying, wait a minute, this isn't right. Okay? You are rising above these people that tried to um, 
you know, try to try to push you down, to knock you down. So you are allowed to speak your truth. You're allowed to be who you are. You're worthy, valuable. You allowed to be you are allowed to be seen and heard fully. And you're allowed to say no, and you're allowed to say yes when you want to. So just remember that. You don't have to do this manipulative triangulation. Take yourself out of the triangle and let them, you know, fight their own battles without you. They'll find another person, unfortunately. There's plenty of people out there um, that will fill that role that are not healed um, and that need to be needed in some way. But that's not your battle. It's not your responsibility. You're not responsible for these people. You're only responsible for yourself and your own healing. Okay, so... All right, so I think that's all I have to say on that today. You get the idea of what that's all about. I'm sure, you know, that resonates for a lot of you out there. And, um, you know, again, hopefully I just want to bring awareness and offer some insight into that. You know, maybe this will be like a light bulb moment of, oh, that's what's going on there, right? And, you know, you just really want to disconnect from that. Because it's a loop that will never end, like all of these things, until you um, decide to pull yourself out of it. Not easy, but it has to be done. You're going to have to be the one that does that. So see it for what it is by being the observer, by witnessing and not being in it. That's how you gain your clarity. Okay, you guys? So that is it for this podcast episode I'm going to sign off I hope you found that helpful Um, again if you have any questions if you have ideas for a podcast let me know you can email me at tracy at tracyprincipe.com t-r-a-c-y at tracyprincipe p-r-i-n-c-i-p-i dot com tracy at tracyprincipe.com email me with your questions and podcast ideas if you have a subject or topic that you want to talk about let me know and I will talk about it and see you over in the Facebook group navigating no contact with toxic parents all right Signing off for this episode. See you next time. I'm your host, Tracy Principe. Thanks again so much for supporting this podcast.